to Mike Check Waifu Waifu. Waifu, waifu, Montel, is that you? Polo man, what's happening? This is episode 225 of Mike Check Waifu, Waifu. As always, it's brought to you by Patreon. Patreon.com slash at, oh, slash Mike Check Waifu, Waifu. <laughs> it's where you can get early access to the video version of this podcast. You get access to three, now count them, three exclusive shows that are exclusive to Patreon. One being our conversational podcast about anything, The After Story, which we just released, episode 69. Nice. Um, it's about, the first topic is about hunt, hunting, hunting of Hill House, which is my first time watching it. We discussed that in like cinematography in general, as well as the Activision Blizzard deal. So if you're interested in that, make sure you check out The After Story 69. Also, Take Talk. Take Talk is the, the uh, most recent episode of Take Talk is me giving the reason why. I am uh, quite different when it comes to takes on the internet compared to most people, which I'm going to delve into a little bit more today in this episode. Three, Mike Check Manga. Mike Check Manga is back. We have Mike Check Manga where we discuss different manga that we are reading or interested in. So by the time you're hearing this, it'll, it'll be tomorrow. So tomorrow on Patreon, Mike Check Manga with both of us um, releases, and it's about the girl I fell in love with is an alien. Spoiler alert. So, if you haven't read that chapter to this new new manga that just dropped recently, has nine chapters out right now, but this new manga that just dropped, the girl I'm, I fell in love with is an alien, read chapter one and listen to our talks about it on Mic Check Manga exclusively on Patreon. So, not only that, but Till also has a solo where he does uh, his My Hero update, his thoughts on that. Very, very good video. Um, I, I, I looked at a little bit of it muted, so I didn't I didn't hear anything, and I think I only saw one panel, but I could barely tell what was going on, so I, I'm good. I, I'm still not spoiled, but very well edited, even though I couldn't hear it. <laughs> so make sure you guys check that out over on Patreon. And if you're supporting us on Patreon, remember that you support us at that producer tier. You get shout outs at the beginning of the show, like I'm about to do on these list, long list of supporters. Thank you all so much for producing this. And many other episodes of the podcast. Shout out to our archivist, Christian. Dre the Goat G. Rob from Dad Needs to Talk Podcast. Make sure you check out Dad Needs to Talk Podcast. Johnny from Show Go High Podcast. Follow him on Twitter. Shout out to Ked the Pro from Chaotic Culture. Explicitly, Monique Williams Nachi. Semi Sensei. Frozen. Welcome back, brother. Saphir T Money Fingers. Thank you all so much for supporting us at that producer tier we couldn't do this without y'all it means the world to us thank you thank you thank you also your names is at the bottom of this description of the video and the show notes thank you so much for supporting us okay so with all the patreon content out the way you have to remember october 29th next sunday october 29th we are doing 
Mic Check Live 3. Mic Check Live 3 is going to be October 29th at 10.30 Central Time. So, subscribe to our YouTube channel, youtube.com slash at Mic Check Waifu at 10.30 Central. We'll be going live, doing a live recording of 226. We'd appreciate it if y'all can all show up. If you can't show up, it'll still be up on uh, on live services and Patreon and all that good stuff. So, remember, next week, October 29th, Mic Check Live 3, 10.30 Central. Be there or be square. All right. Without further ado, let's do further. Mattel, how you feeling, brother? Hearing about that live episode just got me hype, bro. Hype. Yeah. I always I always get hyped just that thought. Um Yeah, those are always super fun. And uh the the, the Patreon exclusive content that feels good too. Um yeah. we've been we've been I'm, on the road. <laughs> I, I'm excited for that uh the girl I confess to uh, as an alien. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That is, that's gonna be good. Um, but I, I'm good, bro. I'm real good. But I, I'm I'm doing real good, real good. Uh, happy in general. How you doing, Polo? Good, man. I um I finally beat Miles Morales, so I started yeah. Spider Man Two yesterday. I think it was. And boy, that game started off with a fucking bang. It's, it's incredible so far. I'm loving it. Um, I'm not going to talk about any any other story beats because obviously it's still too early to do so, but. The game is fantastic so far. It's absolutely fantastic. Even though it's just more of the same. I see a lot of people yeah. on Twitter talking like it's, it's, it's revolutionary combat. They didn't change anything on the combat, like almost whatsoever. Uh, revolutionary swinging. Well, they added a flight suit. That's super cool, but it's still the same swinging. So, I mean, mm-hmm. everything is it's still normal, but what ain't broke don't fix, you know? So Exactly, man. And when you got something that good. Mm-hmm. And those of you that don't know or who didn't listen to the after story, Spider-Man is my favorite superhero. So was that on After Story or was that on Mic Check? I can't remember. We got some that was fucking after story. I believe we talked okay. about it. Yeah, so Spider-Man is my favorite superhero, so I'm ecstatic about playing it. Absolutely love it. And it looks beautiful. For the first time ever, I'm playing something in fidelity mode on my PlayStation, which hmm. I had to adjust my eyes to because I'm not used to playing anything lower than 60 frames per second, especially with this monster of a PC. But it's running. I have it at like uh, 40 frames per second right now, so it's not doing too bad, but it's... You know, it looked good though. It looked real good. So, <laughs> I digress. This is the anime podcast, Mike Check Wife Waifu, where we bring you seasonal topics every Tuesday at 9 30 CT Central Time. We appreciate y'all for rocking with us, man. We listen, the listeners have been crazy. The support on Patreon has been crazy. I we seriously are so thankful and we're trying to do more for you for supporting us. I'm I promise we're gonna try to show up on socials more, probably maybe. <laughs> to communicate with y'all like we used to. Um, it's just harder, you know? It's hard now, especially with all the content we got in the, in the pipeline. That's mostly Patreon exclusive. So, again, if you if you want to support us, you can. If not, still sign up for our Patreon. It's it's on our Twitter. It's on our, it's on our bios and everything. Just check it out because you can still sign up for free. Um, and then whatever episodes we released for free on there, you can see. And if we do decide to release episodes for free later in the future... They're there as well. So, all right, tell. So, um, I'm gonna just start by saying this. All right, to start the show. Was this the week for Heat Week? Is this, this the week, the Heat Week for fall? This is a pretty hot week. This is this is one of them. Yeah, it was definitely one of them. So, how how are we gonna pick our sleepers this week? Uh, episode of the week. Episode of the week. Yeah, 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 yeah. 
So I I have my episode of the week. Um, there is obviously a lot of episodes I want to talk about, um, especially like if we just take all of the story out of JJK and did we just talk about that uh, that fight choreography and the camera work <laughs> and sound. The, the thing is, is that in I may just go off of like I'm impressed with something from it because episode of the week is very hard to choose week, but I'm gonna go with overtake this week. Um, I still haven't watched it. It's fine. Uh, a lot of heavy story context this week, and man, it was good. It, it felt like I was watching a slice of life anime, and it just delved into so many. Uh, it, it really developed the characters extremely well, and this is this is what. And I, I hate to compare them, but they are comparable. MF Ghost and what Overtake have have don't have in common. Overtake really focuses on those characters right now. Mm-hmm. And building the dynamics around those characters, whereas the racing is important, but the characters that are doing the racing are more important. And uh, the photographer and and the main driver is 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 crazy. Um, episode was great. Anim- animation for the co- uh, commercial was amazing. But yeah, amazing uh, episode this week. On top of everything else that was amazing this week, uh, Polo. What about you, bro? What's, what's your episode? Because I know it's a, it's it's hard to pick. Yeah, it's very hard to pick. Uh, I had to cho- choose between four. That, uh, that's that how I felt that I could have <laughs> choose from, but I'm gonna go with Eminence and Shadow for sure. Yeah, Eminence and Shadow was just fucking incredible. Um, it's hard not to, even though there's so much. So like JJK could have been one easily. Easy. My sleeper, my free run could have been one. My sleeper could have been one. It's, it's oh my just, god, it's so much that could have been episode of the week this week that I couldn't. A hundred girlfriends could have been one. Mm-hmm. And funny enough, um, Undead Unluck had some stuff. So, so, I don't know if you thought it was, but it was a way. This is where it's getting to the part I really like with the how you, how Andy thinks. Yeah, I'm gonna um, I'm gonna get into that. I uh, I recently tweeted that I I wish I can enjoy it as much as y'all. Um, I guess to start the show and people are gonna hate me, and I know. No, let's do that. Listen, I know y'all gonna hate me for this. Scuba Steve specifically. It's so far, so bad. Like I, this show uh-huh. fucking stinks to me. I, I'm so bored every time I watch it. I turn it on, and I'm like, this shit is, is, and it, again, it goes to what I talked about on TikTok. I don't mm-hmm. give a fuck about these characters whatsoever, like at all. And obviously, they're maybe trying to trickle, it, you know, the abouts slowly within the show, which is mm-hmm. cool. I appreciate that, and I appreciate them trying to sell me on this power system that don't make no fucking sense. Um, it it just is not capturing me at all. It's not entertaining yeah. whatsoever. So and what you said? Go ahead, go ahead, brother. And it's and it's probably mostly because of the shit I've been watching that is skies above this. JJK, Eminence, and Shadow. Like this, this shit right now. This. Fall. I mean, I know, I know, JJK is a continuation, but that's just so much better as far as like when I want to watch some shit, some action, some you know, when I want to get into you know more fighty shit. Yeah. Now, now, hear me out. I actually had this exact same thought when I watched this episode of Undead Unluck this week. I was like, the issue that they had, especially when I when I say like what what you would have issue with, is that they use this kind of like tropey over the top 
method to try and hook people in. Yeah. And I'm like, that's definitely never gonna hook Polo. That's no. never gonna hook Polo. And I can see now, I see why it hooks everybody else. Right, right. And and what I was hoping was gonna get you was looking at how Andy explains the powers, like not specifically the powers, but how to understand it. Um, because he's significantly older than than we actually sure. even know. But I actually thought that the deposition with him talking about let's try and figure out your power was going to be like a polo ass thing where it's going to be like, nope, I like this. I like this contextually here. Mm-hmm. Uh, but no. I do agree because there is a lot of telegraphing in this show as well. Yep. Like when they mention uh, spoilers uh, about who captured him, yeah. it just felt like obviously this person is going gonna to show up this episode. Show up oh my God. It, it's so telegraphed that it's fucking annoying because if they didn't say anything ever and then just let her show up, It'll be so much more impactful, so much more fun to uh-huh. see it that way, opposed to the way they they intruded it. I, listen, I swear to God, the show is like just dangling keys in front of of you. Like it's it's pretty. David 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 does a does a fantastic job with sound design and and just animation of the show. It looks really really good. But I, when I tell you, I fucking I had trouble staying awake. It was I was bored as fuck. And, now, that's, and it's just my taste. My taste don't don't sit right with this kind of show. It's just me. I'm I'm not even saying it's just your taste, bro. Because I I entirely understood from watching it. I was like, man, but I know, know me, I know, though. yeah, I know, I know you. I was like, I know how this is, and this is not gonna be. This is not gonna work for Polo. But hear me out. Kind of kind of a little bit of a segue. Uh, Shangri La Frontier. I feel <laughs> exactly that way about Shangri-La Frontier. Mm-hmm. And I know you feel more like that, but hear well, yeah. me out. The exact same. It's, it's like, I love the concept for the show. Yes, I agree. The main, not the main characters, the side characters they introduced in this episode all felt like they made the main character better, but it was something, it's something about that main character that's like, okay. No, no the side characters made the side, made the show actually tolerable. The main character is what makes the show hard to watch. <laughs> yeah, but I think it's more about like I was saying more about the conversation that they have around the main. Oh, the main sure, I, like, sure. I wish that like almost wish it was actually about uh, trash games at this point because they made that seem enticing, and it's like the concept of the game, the Shangri La game. Right. I'm like that's fire, like that's crazy. But it's like <laughs> I am okay with it with a trash game player going into a game that's fire like i'm okay with this the concept is great but it's giving me nothing as far as uh character development and like i'm i'm starting to see where it's gonna go so i'm looking forward to what the future may be with him maybe even forming up a team with other trash game players oops spoilers whatever other trash game players and and them building like a party maybe i don't know Mm -hmm. that seemed like it could be something where they where it's much more cooler than what the fuck we're watching now it's just a slow burn and it's a slow burn because it's 24 episodes. That's, that's, that's reasonable. That's true. If it was 12, it'll be, it'll be a different story. I think. Yeah. You think they kicked into, into upper, into a higher gear, One hundred. maybe making it more tolerable because we can cut out all the, the extra fluff. Um, 100%. So the one thing that I, I wanted to talk about this episode too, is I asked a question on Twitter as I normally do sometimes. And, only I asked it super late because I was, again, balls deepened in Spider Man. Pause. Uh, <laughs> what? Pause. Wait a minute. 
<laughs> this is the second week in a row I said some wild. Um, but anyway, uh, I just asked, you know, what are your thoughts on the fall season so far and what's your favorite show this season? So um, if you could only pick one show, what would be your favorite show? And what are your thoughts on the fall season so far? I'll start. My thoughts on the fall season so far is it's really good. As as I know, as negative as I seem with those two shows that most people are enjoying, which I again I completely understand why and I respect wholeheartedly, just not for me, even though I'm still watching them every single week. Never fails. Overall, though, this season for me has been fantastic. Mostly because of um we're going to get into it later. My sleeper, Free Ren, um, Kingdoms of Ruin, which was a big surprise. A hundred girlfriends. Like, I really, I know Rob J ain't feeling it, but this fucking episode was emotional. And I I actually en- enjoyed that more than I thought. Didn't laugh once. And it was still a great episode. Like, and the fact that they were even able to do that with a show that I, it's shocking to see a show like this have a high rating. I'm going to just put it that way because shows like this never do well because they're never the good. I'm going to be honest with you. They're just guilty pleasures that I usually enjoy. This one is actually good. <laughs> so I'm intrigued. Um, it's, it's and, and like even the return of Mag- uh, magic sh- uh, should be special. I'm looking forward to seeing where that goes. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, there's a, there's so many shows that I want to continue to watch week to week that I don't want to put down. I don't want to put down at all. So w- with all that being said, <laughs> didn't pick my favorite, huh? Yeah, I was gonna say, what's your favorite for the season, bro? <laughs> if I can only pick one, and it's gonna be a so far right now. If I can only pick one, fuck. Okay. I'm gonna choose my sleeper. Our dating, uh, our dating story. And there's, and there's a reason that we're going to talk about later because we're going to get into specifically our sleepers here in a bit. Uh, I will have to say rent free. Oh, fuck. Uh, what about I'm tripping? Yeah, free rent is, is definitely, definitely the best. Well, easily. I mean, hey, we got to choose something. But yeah, I'm, I'm choosing rent free because. Yeah, no, you're right. As of as of right now, you're ain't right nothing right. quite built like that right no, now. No, you're right as fuck. You're right as fuck. Yeah, no, it's it's not even close. Actually, I mean, again, I'm not, and I'm not. I can't pick Eminence, right? Like that's it's it's returning. It's a returning show. This is gonna be 20 episodes and rent free. So it's like how it's going, and it stays as good. I'm in. They got me. Yeah. So for future reference, after the song break this week, we're going to spoil rent free um, or free rent. Sorry. For those of you who are new, we call a free rent rent free because it's just that fucking good. Um, What else do you want to spoil? I mean, I don't think we really need to spoil JJK. No, maybe. um, We can talk about MS and Shadow. Yep. Watch Doctor Stone yet? Yeah, we can talk about Doctor Stone. Yeah, let's do Doctor Stone. So your favorite is that? What are you the overall thoughts on the uh, fall season though? Uh, because of this week right now, it is overwhelmingly good. Uh, 
like I'm I'm very surprised with how good these weeks this this heat week was. Yeah. It's it's like they was like, okay, three episode rules in effect, give them yep. what we got. Yep. Uh so a lot of really good episodes. Um Yeah. It's Dude. it's hard to say no to this season right now. Dude, girlfriend girlfriends is also hidden. I know you that's not yours, mm-hmm. but it's fucking so good too. Jesus, man. All right. Sleepers, bro. Let's start with yours, shall we? All right. Uh, so my sleeper is uh, Rain Protocol. Protocol Rain. Protocol Rain, yep. Protocol Rain. Got it. Um, Should we start with the general consensus of it first? The general yeah, consensus for Annie List. They, gave it, they give it a 55. Yeah, so... I think that's accurate. Um, and I'm not going to say it's accurate because like, I don't like it. I think it's okay. Uh, I think I've watched worse. But do I think it's... Bro, you have not seen X-Arm. I don't want to hear nothing. Oh, true, true, true. I did watch X, a little bit of X-Arm. Uh, right, you spitting. Project Scarred. But let's... let's it's, it's okay. It's okay. It actually does not hurt my ears or my eyes when I just have it on the screen in the background. I did have to watch this episode twice <laughs> because the first time I, I had no intention of fully finishing it. Yeah. But it's it's not the worst thing I've watched. Uh, I agree with the consensus though. Fifty five percent, fifty seven percent. That's that's accurate. It's not the worst thing in the world. Just not great. Or you good. know what I you know what I always respect about you, Tell. What's that? And this is real. Like, no matter what, your sleeper is always going to be something nobody's heard of. It's always going to be something that could be great, even though most of the time it's not, but it's always something obscure, right? And that's what I respect the most because you, you bring up this obscure stuff that is interesting to talk about. While the show is not good, it's very interesting to talk about. It's so obscure, it's so unique. In the way that it, what in what it's doing, it's about esports. It's about mm-hmm. you know, uh, a, a esports organization coming to, and you would think that'd be cool, but it's absolutely not. The characters are so distant, um, dry. I said this on TikTok, but they're still graham crackers. Like it's they're terrible, but the potential and is there. I do like the main character a bit, and that's what's. You know, I mean, obviously, I, we have to watch sleepers. That's the rule on my check wife, wife, whoever, whatever our sleeper is, we have to watch it. But I, 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 I like tell. I don't feel completely terrible watching it, right? Like there was some, yeah. there was one of his sleepers that that was absolute was the card card one. That was one that was hard to watch. Um, yeah, it got real hard towards the end. Yeah, definitely. But this one, I I can watch it every week and be fine. Like I. I know it's not going to be good, but I'm no, I'm not going to be scratching my eyeballs out. You know what I mean? <laughs> so I, I do, I do love the fact that it's always something obscure and so unique, though, because this, this could have been fucking through the roof, the best show this season, or it could have been the worst show this season. It kind of fell on a, a former, but I think that's okay. Yeah, I, I find that to be fire, though. I, that's why I love the when you pick sleepers. It's so much fun. And that's that's I don't know that's that's my personal goal for sleepers is because I don't I I hear what other people talk about and stuff like that yep. but I want to pick something that either a 
it's actually a sleeper. You know what I mean? Yeah. And then it's, it normally I try and go outside of the genre that I'm normally uh, watch. Mm-hmm. So this is not something I think I would normally watch. So Protocol Rain, I think for what it is, it's it's okay. <laughs> but yeah, that's, it's, that's it. It's okay to be okay. Everybody ain't got everybody and everything ain't got to be uh, a ten. Yeah, I, I, I respect your opinion, but it's hard to even call it okay. It really is. Um, uh huh. It's because it's even I would like you. <laughs> It's hard to keep your eyes open watching this too, but it's not like Undead Unluck Born in my personal opinion. Like it's not, and I'm not, I'm saying Undead Unluck is obviously 20 times better, but what I'm saying is like, it's it's not unwatchable basically. Mm-hmm. Undead Unluck, I find myself pausing in, picking up my phone and looking at other shit um, because it's just, I like I, I know what that's going to be. You know, it's, it's just, it's just going to be that. Mm-hmm. And, and this is, you know, it's, it's bad, but uh, you know I'm I'm okay with watching it. I love I love to have this under my belt, to be honest, because I can say I watch Protocol Rain, and if it continues to be terrible, we don't know yet. It could be different, but I think I'm I'm glad I'm happy I'm watching it though, definitely. So I want to thank you for that for for always picking some unique shit that is is either quality or not. It doesn't matter, but that's 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 great. And for me, my sleeper. Is our dating story the experience you and the inexperience me? Um, mm-hmm. It's normally kind of along the lines of what I pick. It's in the it's in my favorite genre, slice of life, and I always choose slice of life because I know that's not the general consensus. I know people don't normally go for slice of life shows, so I try to pick the most either obscure ones or ones I think that I can get people to start watching. My goal is to get find yeah. something good for y'all to recommend to y'all. To y'all say, I'm glad Polo told me about this because, you know, I'm new to Slice of Life or I want to get into Slice of Life. And that's just what I try to do with my particular sleeper. This show, to me, um, there while there is some, uh, uh, I guess you can call it gripes about it, i.e. again, being the main character, um, some, sometimes it's, he's a little whiny and, and it's the quite, the, the, the a typical main romance rom-com main character usually so he's no different than that like nerdy main character but i absolutely love what this story is about so far it's funny because it's, it's titled our dating story then the experience you and the inexperienced me the the person who feels to have the most experience and what i noticed each episode is that she's the one who's supposed to be experienced but she's the one constantly saying no one's ever said that to me before I never, mm-hmm. I never felt this way before. I never did this before. And that, to me, that whole dynamic between these two, especially with this most recent episode, which was fucking fire, um, I absolutely love. I absolutely love. And again, the main character is growing on me more and more each episode. Uh, so, like, this one obviously is, uh, looking at it, it's going to be a, a polo-ass anime. For sure. Uh, and it's but I, that's what I um, what I think I, I expected. Not not like it's a polo ass anime, but when they say the experience me versus the inexperience you. After that first episode, I was like, clearly he's gonna give her experiences she ain't never had before. Right. Uh, so for me, I was like, this is gonna be good, and it, it feels like that was gonna be good immediately because it, it subverts expectations. Um, because it, it, they try and give us that idea that she's the experienced one when, when yeah, in reality I mean, they're, they're both experiencing something that they've never exactly, exactly. experienced. Because he's never had a girlfriend before and 
she's had plenty of, I guess, experiences. Right. You know, so. And then with this latest episode, now they're going to experience some hating. Oh God, it's gonna be so good. That next one's gonna be so good, dude. I cannot fucking wait. Oh my God, yo, Shorty's like a hater, bro. A the, hater. The setup for all of that though was beautifully done. Like, right, like when you go back to the episode prior to this one, where he talked about you know his whole situation with you know if he confessed one time it didn't work out, and then mm-hmm. she just so happy. You know, what I'm saying? it's like it's so much. It's the shit I like, man. It's the it's the mess. It's the. It's the back and forth. It's the you don't quite know exactly where this is going to go, even though you can kind of guess and see where it could go. Yeah. And just don't know quite yet, 100%. And it's, it's it's special. It's special so far. The lady who wrote this, I got a feeling, is going to bring something unique. Now, the general consensus for this show is it has a 65. So it's not rated that much that much higher than the protocol range. It's temp, well, it's 10% higher, so I guess it is quite significant significant f to a d right but it's like i don't quite agree with it i think it's easily 70 you know Mm -hmm. minimum right now so far but i'm looking forward to it all right so i asked the question on twitter about what 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 we thought and we got two of honestly some of our favorite people not to play some favoritisms but uh, so one of our producers Rob from Dad Needs to Talk Podcast make sure you follow him and click the link if you're watching the YouTube video to his YouTube channel it's 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 all in the description of this video but he said uh, fall has been awesome not only am I happy to see stuff I read Free Ren and Shangri-La Undead Unluck get great adaptations it's been the shows that I didn't have on my radar that uh, have been the cherry on top like Kingdoms of Ruin Returners mm-hmm. of Magic and uh, Miji and Dali, which I don't even know what that is. Um, said, like, yeah. It's a great season so far. Couldn't agree more. Couldn't agree more. And then one of our other Patreon supporters, Crystal. Crystal, everybody else in this podcast know we love Crystal. Crystal's been around forever. But she says, uh, overall, I'm enjoying it. Just about everything I'm watching with a couple of shows uh, that are just cool, not bad. My favorite new release is probably my sleeper, The Apothecary Diaries, which mm-hmm. me and Tell just saw that release and we just talked about it before we hit record. Like, damn, that's Crystal Sleeper and we ain't even watch it this week. So next, next week, we got you. <laughs> next week we got you and we will be talking about that. So come back for that because um, they dropped three episodes. So we'll be half. We have four episodes to talk about. Um, but she says my favorite reoccurring is the St. Magic Powers Om- Omnipotent. Yes, I actually said it right. Look at me go. Um. Yeah, so I'm, I can't fucking wait for that show to come dubbed. I'm waiting for that to be dubbed and done because I absolutely love that dub. What a, I'm so looking forward to that. Man, Same magic power, bro. It's so, <laughs> that, so you know how I said, um, turn on protocol rain and it, it's not killing me to watch it. It's right. just, you know, it is what it is. Saints magic, Saints magic power is omnipotent. It's like the same thing. It turns you on. It's not killing you to watch it, but it's like, you catch yourself smiling. It's so and that's good. what that's what kills me. It's like you catch yourself smiling watching it, just like the scenarios you might find yourself in, even mm-hmm. if it's a potion, the way she helps people and stuff like that, bro. It's it's it, it's it's a relief almost. A pleasant watch is what I like to call it, man. It's such a pleasant watch to just sit back, relax, and enjoy her and and, and her surroundings and her situations. I'm talking about uh freshly on season one, because I literally just finished season one. Um and still in awe with how good it actually is. Like 
one of the shows that are extremely underrated, I think, personally. Um, this uh, The season two is actually 73%, which is the general consensus on that one. And yeah, it's season one is, is about the same. So great show, great show. I'm looking forward to it. Um, a show that I found to be pretty good is that came back with a fucking bang is Dr. Stone, man. Yeah, bro. It's been so good these first three episodes that we, I got to bring that back and, and put that into uh, spoilers. So, yeah, it's going to be it's going to be special to talk about that again. And then everybody's talking about Kingdoms of Ruin. That is probably the biggest, I would say, shocker. This uh, season, for sure. You think so? I mean, Free Rent already looked like it was going to be good. Yeah. So surprises, I, I should say. Maybe I should clarify that and say surprises is Kingdoms of Ruin. I think it's the biggest surprise this season, for sure. Yeah, I mean, I I can see that. And and hear me out. It may be that uh, maybe I'm just not. I hate to say it because whatever. Maybe I'm not as impressed as everybody else. And I'm not saying Kingdoms of Ruin, Kingdoms of Ruin is bad. I'm not saying that by any means. I just feel like. And, and, and hear me out when I say this. Like forbidden deductions, to me, if, to me, it feels like it's it's a more enjoyable watch. Uh, now, that's not to say that 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 the kingdoms of ruin isn't good. It's just to me, it just seems like a, a typical revenge story. Uh, typical is I guess, not what this is. I understand. Hundred percent not what this is. Because I mean what just happened in this most recent what just happened this most recent episode. It's not it's not typical. And I'm not saying like that is typical that's not revenge. That's that's a that's I'm saying typical revenge story. Like the fact that they're getting revenge is typical. Like the way for what they're getting revenge for is typical. This is like some some Christianity Bible revenge story stuff, bro. Everything we've watched is typical. Every like they they can't uh, outside of uh, ironically enough, outside of your sleeper, everything that we've watched in these seasons for the seasons, the seasons, the seasons we've been doing this podcast is typical. Yeah, so, and like hit me it's out. Just, it's just about how you revolutionize that typical concept, which I think they do extremely well. I'm not saying that. I'm saying that it's a revenge story because humanity couldn't understand why the mages or, or, or witches has so much power. Sure. They eradicate them and now we got a revenge story. To me, it's like Attack on Titan. No. That's, that's what, that, I understand. To me, that's what it looked like. It looked like Attack on Titan uh, short term. <laughs> that's what it looked like to me. It's To me, it's, it's cool. I'm not saying it's bad. It's just cool. It's okay. Yeah, I mean, because uh, it's, it's so different than that. That's that's why I'm so confused because it. What's what's different about it? When I say when I think of typical revenge stories, I think of that. What's that trash ass shit that people love? I know it's in the recommended. Yeah, I can make I kill. Okay, like that. Fairy Gone is another one that's that's atypical. Death Note is a hundred percent typical. Like it's it's just it's those are kind of typical revenge stories where you kind of know where the story is gonna go. This one in the third fucking episode flipped his head, f- literally all flipped it on his head. 
Yeah, but they, he still just want revenge, and we yeah we got we got context that's not, that's that things may be different. That's, that's what a revenge story is. Of course, it's going to be him getting revenge. That's the typical part. What I'm saying yeah. is, it's the journey. It's the journey that's get that, that takes you there. That's different uh-huh. because we still okay. have we still have twelve. What, what episode are we on? That's three. We still have nine episodes left. You know what I'm saying? And mm-hmm. it's it. I don't want to spoil anything, but it's it's going yeah. in in like different twists and turns that you don't. You don't know. You don't. You can't predict this show. Is that's that's what I try to clarify. Yeah, you can't predict. I'm not it. saying. Yeah, I'm not saying it's predictable. Motivations for the world trash. Motivations for our revenge character. I think I can get it right. I can. I understand revenge. Motivations for the world and how they moving trash, bro. I, I can't. I can't agree with it. I think is. I think that's a garbage concept. I. I mean, that's. You know. It's. That's why I say to me it's a very typical reason for the world. I'm not saying that the the character, the main character is is not good. I'm not saying the concept they just introduced in this episode is not good. The revenge scenario they set up, come on, bro. This is like it's it's not a good scenario they set up. This is very average. You're talking about you're talking about the people. Yes, the human humans of the world. Yeah, to me, very garbage scenario. Very, it's it's literally to me, it's like Attack on Titan again. But they're they're giving us. I'm not like I said. That's why I'm not saying the concept of like what's happening and what they introduced as like the main character and how the the witches act and whatnot is not cool. The the revenge setup was just like eh, whatever. And all of them are like that. You're absolutely right. All all of revenge stories are that like essentially. But again, it's it's all about how they, where they go with that. Mm-hmm. And again, when I was obviously, I can make got killers trash. But when I brought up Death Note, I wasn't saying those are trash. I'm just saying those are those are definitely typical, usual revenge stories. Mm-hmm. And and you know, Death Note is it's unique. It's probably the most unique one out of those. But I, I get what you say. I understand what you mean now because it, it, yeah, I mean, uh, most revenge stories are like even what's this one called. Uh, Ragnar Crimson that that same motivations it's, it's to protect somebody yeah it's to protect the people he loved now I think the difference to me is is that this this the, the parallels and this is just like because it may be it's it's probably more something I'm, I'm interested in I do kind of put this in that same category because like I said I don't think that Kingdoms of Ruin is a bad watch I would definitely give this like a 70 something percent in terms of a watch, like I think it's yeah, good. Like I don't mind watching this at all. King, uh, not King's Ruin, but uh, Ragnar Crimson to me is like right around that same ballpark. I might even say it's a little bit worse than than uh, Kingdoms of Ruin. But the 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 thing that draws me in for Ragnar Crimson is more just like I want to see the parallels between. Well, no, I was gonna say the parallels between the the past stuff that develop these abilities and how what the understanding of that is like what's the I, layers I, to that I'm saying I think it's a little mindless me head shit right right it's, it's definitely that. it's definitely that except for old, old girl with the white on who popped off in this episode Jesus yeah, <laughs> yeah I, I, demon but it, it, <laughs> most you know you know it's I think it's just I think it's so much more interesting that than it's getting credit for though what Ragnar Crimson? Yeah, yeah. The problem is though, is that, and I, I used to be a fan of the longer shit. You know, I, why are we always getting all these twelve episodes and, and people again? I'm I'm the opposite of of the people. The people every time they see twelve episodes, they're like, "Oh, I smell twelve episodes," and they get disappointed. Mm-hmm. Me, 
I feel like 12 episodes has been better. Now, maybe it could be just because this is my job and I'm like, I got to watch a lot of shit. So I would prefer to be shorter series and, and, and kind of pushing different seasons forward. So I, I'm a little bit biased here, but I think the problem with 24s is that they don't ever be paced right. Yeah. And 24s always pace extremely slow and, and sometimes it's it's slow for the sake of filling in those episode counts instead of filling us in with content. You know what I mean? Does right. And sense? the ones that, yeah, yeah. The ones that are normally paced right are either just like over the top good to begin with. Like let's yep. say right now rent free. I hope it stays this good all yeah. 28 episodes or let's give it to like Jabba's reincarnation where they gave us a split. A core. I they love didn't, when they, they didn't feed us. They didn't feed us 12 episodes and then say, hey, we're going to take a week off and then give us a whole other 12 episodes. Yep. They gave us 12 episodes, gave us like, what was it, four, six months, something like that? Yep. And then gave us the other half. That is easily digestible. 86 did it. Uh, uh, ReZero did it. Mm-hmm. It's, it's possible to be done right, but these shows just haven't been doing it right. I'm hoping that Rent Freeze still continues on that trajectory. Um, but again, talking about you talked, you brought up the deduction one. Something about this one got me feeling like it's about to turn into some ninety-one day shit. And every I know, I know people like ninety-one days. Ninety-one days was not our jam whatsoever. But I could feel it. I could feel it leaning towards that, or even even sliding the realm of banana fish possibly. Like it's it's turning into like this weird dichotomy relationship that's uh I don't know and this was kind of interesting this episode for sure with you know it turned into like a, a basically a game of clue mm-hmm. which I, I've got a feeling I'm gonna enjoy but it's starting to just I don't know man I I, I just got a I, I got an inkling I got a tingling in my bingling that is gonna be something <laughs> like, like 91 and, days and yeah I didn't even put that in there yeah. I did not even put that 91 days in there um, because if it turns out like banana fish, I'm, I'm definitely not going to not going to be a fan of this. If it turns out like 91 days, I'll be disappointed still. Um, the, the issue is that, yeah, I was I'm expecting like more from this because I really like uh, I like Ryan. You know what I, I mean? I like them both, actually. I don't know yeah. why. And they Something have that they, they think is they, their dynamic is cool. I just don't like you said, I don't want that dynamic to switch up too much. Yeah. And somebody probably going to get lost. And I don't know. I just I just it's trying to I don't know. I'm feeling it. I'm feeling like it's going to be banana fishy or. I, no, I felt like this uh, this episode, though, <laughs> I feel like Ron was messing with dude from the beginning 100%. as soon as they got to the resort i was like yeah ron is ron is that guy he's that guy yeah and i feel like he already read the situation know what's going on <laughs> yeah and and uh, the i'm getting 91 days because i'm like what are these people going to do to try to get you know ron in trouble i guess that's as far as i'm gonna say without going into spoilers but like, what are these people going to? The, the, what are the hoops they're going to jump through? Like, are they going to all of them break shit to like try to quote unquote fix them or to prevent him from doing what they're? You know what I'm saying? Like, it's just because that's weird. what thing like. Yeah, it's weird, and I'm, I'm, I'm kind of not fucking with it. I would rather it be the basic fucking um, problem of the week. 
I would love that and then just watch him go, out, case close. I would love mm-hmm. to watch it be case close, to be honest. A more um, adult version. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But I mean, if not, we got an underlining story. I'm interested still, though. I'm interested and I still like it. I'm about where, it, uh, no, I'm about a 65 right now, mm-hmm. percent if I had to give it. Um, I, I, th- th- Before this episode, I was in 70 easily. Yeah. This this episode like it has some some good some good things in it, mm-hmm. but obviously there's some detractors in there. But and that's mostly because of, like you said, uh, I could see that uh, them introducing this uh, this organization being like a, a headache to the progress of the show. You know what I mean? Because it does deter what we may have thought the progression was going to look like. Mm-hmm. Yep, that's exactly right. Um, all right. So, moving on before we go into break, the last thing we want to talk about is everything has episode threes now, at least. Okay. Anything from your list that we didn't talk about last week or didn't have a full episode three and just now got episode three, or even if you just changed your mind on something, is your list still looking the same? Uh... So at first I was unsure about the Demon Sword Master of Excalibur, Excalibur Academy. I was pretty sure I was gonna drop that. I think I'm gonna watch it. Yeah, uh, I'm liking it too. <laughs> Tell him about it. I like him telling her the truth real quick because I thought it was gonna be him kind of like dancing around a little bit more. But I'm not gonna get into it too deep. But yeah, I was I was right there with you at after the second episode. Did a third drop. I'm like, oh, okay, all right. Uh. Other than that, everything's about <laughs> about the same. Um, shows like MF Ghost still really, really good. Yeah, and you know, it, it's like I said, great contrast to Overtake, but more driving, dri- more more linear in that driving field than Overtake. But still, love like how they're developing the things around our main character and stuff like yeah. that. And I saw another fucking initial D character, so I'm like, oh shit. And then um, what, like, I, I felt like, I don't know, bro. Berserk of Gluttony, real, really good. So, yeah, my list, I guess, realistically, is staying the same. The stuff I have here, I am most likely going to finish. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to finish all of this. <laughs> yeah, I, me too. I, I think I'm pretty much the same, except for Spy Family. I think I said that last week that I was, I was yeah. going to put that down to binge later. I, I did. I didn't watch it this week. Um, but I will I will give an honorable mission to just say I'm proud of Rising of the Shield Hero season three. Mm-hmm. What beautiful pacing that they're going with right now. And again, like I said last week, they cut out all the bullshit and just are just giving us the shit that we need to move the story forward, which is what we've been needing for a long time. So I'm very proud of Rising of the Shield Hero. It looks great, sounds great, feels great so far. I'm a uh, I'm definitely looking forward to more. But, I mean, the list is the same. Like, even even shows like a, a playthrough of a certain dude's VR MMO life, I'm mm-hmm. sticking with it. 100 Girlfriends, I'm sticking with it. Fucking this most recent Touch My Heart, I loved it. Um, <laughs> it was a cute I, episode. It was very adorable, right? Um, the, uh, the Returns Magic should be special. I'm definitely keeping that up. Like, 100%. Um, yeah, that so, one actually. I ain't gonna lie. I kind of wish I had chosen that one for my sleeper. You would have probably. Yeah, I'm very interested to see where it's going because we already changed the future. Technically, I digress. Uh-huh. I don't want to get into that. 
And I'm going to try to pick up Overtake. I really am. Um, that's still on the list of, of things to pick up. And then in three days, about next week, we got Pluto, the Netflix. Oh, show. yeah. So, yeah, a lot of stuff. All right. Let's, um, let's take this quick break, man. We're going to take this quick break. And when we come back, we are spoiling. Eminence and Shadow. No, free, rent free first. Uh-huh. Free rent. Eminence and Shadow second. And Dr. Stone third. Yes, sir. We'll be right back after these.
welcome black to episode 225 of Mike Check Wife Wife. Remember, October 29th, 10.30 Central Time. YouTube.com slash at Mike Check Waifu. Waifu. Subscribe. <laughs> and watch us do a live episode. Anybody can join. Um, it's free. So come hang out with us. All right. Mike Check Live 3. Okay. We were going to spoil. Which one you put first? <laughs> I forgot already. Rent free. free. Rent free. Episode seven. Oh, what a brilliant show, man. What a brilliant, brilliant show. Yeah, this is uh, Tell's Right. Hashtag Tell's Right. This is by far the best show this season. Um, you know, at least new show, obviously, because we don't know what Eminem is about to do. Eminem is fucking going crazy, which we're going to talk about a little bit later. <laughs> <laughs> rent free is, we call it rent free for a reason because it lives in my head, rent free for show. I'm telling you. Every time. Uh- it always got to be one of the last shows I watch because I just, I just like, I get excited for it, you know, especially this episode, this episode, this week, episode seven, <laughs> I loved it because <laughs> we get to this town and the moment she sends a demon, she ready to pop off on it and she get locked up and she's like, <laughs> They asked her, uh, so um, I got to sit here for two to three years thinking about what I've done. She's like, oh, that's it? Really? I thought it would be more. It's just mm-hmm. her whole concept of time is just, it's so fucked. But I love I loved the way this episode played out. I love the conversation between her and a demon. That shit was so fucking fire. Because the demon was like, ah, oh, something about her ain't right. Because she don't give a fuck. <laughs> and she's, she's mad. The, the, yeah, and the the main uh, envoy of peace or whatever amongst these demons in this episode said that she knows demons' true nature, and it, I just love how they demonstrate it. Oh my gosh, that, that's all demons are. <laughs> they have, yes, they have the ability to communicate as humans, but they literally don't understand what it means. And it's like, yeah, they understand what the basic concept of this conversation means but when, when they said like what does mom mean why do you keep saying mom when they said it the second time and she said mom you said the second time why did you say it because it it makes you let us live or keep us alive and it's it, like it, yeah it stop it prevents you from killing us is what they said yeah it's the manipulation in it though because yep. it's a demon <laughs> it's a demon yep. i don't care if it's a child so what i love about it the most honestly is the way it unveils this fucking story of the world, right? Mm-hmm. It slowly but surely trickle, trickles out information without leaving us completely raw to what's going on. It shows us these flashbacks. It shows us it, as she's telling the story, it just, it while she's telling them the story, it takes us to that story and we live it as her while she's telling it. So we don't have to like, kind of like just hear from her words and, and hear you know, because her words are very monotone, and to be honest, they're kind of hard to gauge with how she feels. Which, uh, as contradictory as this is about to sound, which makes her such a dope character to me, mm-hmm. because intentionally she still has a graham cracker. You know, when you live thousands of years, it's, it kind of does that to you. Yeah. In a but, way. Oh God. Go ahead. But hear me out. Like you said, she still has a graham cracker, but is she? Because mm-hmm. she does demonstrate having feelings the entire time. Yes, it's just because her personality is so like 
she's a thousand, two thousand years old at this point, mm-hmm. and she looks like a kid, you know, we don't even know what she gonna look like when she actually is old. So, Bruh. yeah, she still is a graham cracker, but she still she still has her quirk where it's like, oh, I like to find spells or. Um, she is traveling and she thinks about those things where like Grimmel said, uh, I want all these statues around the world or the country because yeah. I don't want you to feel alone in the future because you're going to be alone. You know what I mean? Yeah. He understands that. And um, to, to, to tell way off of that, uh, the, the contextual gems we get from this sh- from this episode are so massive. They're large, bro. Like the fact that she said that she hasn't seen one of her kind in over 400 years and only ever seen a handful yeah and because they don't they don't have the urge of of to reproduce they're not i guess <laughs> since time's such a strange thing they don't have the the mental capacity to even think about romance which is just so crazy to think about so now all of your kind is about to just die off because you y'all don't even it's it's irrelevant to y'all. It's yeah. so crazy. Like if she what's gonna like how does this even work? You live for two thousand years and they I I mean it I guess ain't no one will be asexual, but it's like it's it's bananas that your entire race of people are pretty much about to be extinct. We don't even know if she's the last one because that was four hundred years ago the last time she saw one. And she's traveling mm-hmm. everywhere. Oh God, that that gemma, that small little nugget alone, which is something I know what's going to happen, right? You think about it. That small little, little nugget alone, you got a feeling that they're going to take that small little nugget and push it down the road to another episode to where they kind of go deeper into it, the way they because of the way they do things. Because last episode, they they put little nuggets into this town fighting demons or being at war with the demons to mm-hmm. bring then bring us to this town to where we see. The repercussions of that and get into a situation where coincidence happens to be that the peace, quote unquote, peace envoy rolling through the town to do peace talks. And then uh. um, I thought that the town was about to go up in flames when old boy put the sword out on the demon. Mm. Same. I, I did not think the demon was going to have self-control. Yeah. Uh, but clearly he knows the bigger picture. Um genius but let's talk about a big nugget uh at the end when like you said oh boy came to go talk to uh free run and (laughs) she said just so you know and like it it, it hear me out bro this is insane because it's the stature that she has it's the the fact that like i said she's virtually what two thousand years old or something like that and she looks like a child he walks in and she's like, oh, so you're done to uh, pretending to negotiate and just completely neglects to look at him, looks down. Like, you see her in the background kicking her feet. <laughs> yep. I'm just like, yo, she don't care that bro is here to kill her after right. he just said, I'm one of the, the demon, one of the demons executioners. She don't care. And she said, just so you know, I'm strong. And he, he said, said okay. stronger than me. She's like, no, stronger than your boss. Um, <laughs> your head. Yeah, like, and it's fucking, it's, I love that. And I hate where it stopped. It, was, it, it, was, it gave us blue balls, bro. My fucking nuts are swollen right now. From that. But, <laughs> but it, it was it was still so tasteful that it just had, it, it literally just had me excited for the next episode. Yeah, because it's not oh, like yeah. they, they gave us like that 
the fight happened. Right, or like exactly. They started the fight. You know what I mean? Yeah, it was like, more like, like somebody like, throwing a punch or something like they would do in uh, My Home Hero or some bullshit like that. Man, no, nah, it's it was it was tasteful, but it still it fucking rocked me though. Like no fuck. Okay, I fast forwarded <laughs> to the end to make sure we didn't get any more. <laughs> See her walking out with his head on the floor or some shit. <laughs> but no, nah, I'm. I'm I'm looking forward to this fucking next episode, bro. I really am. Uh, gut check, man. How you feeling? Where are we going? Man, I'm just like free ran. I ain't feeling nothing. I'm just I'm just here for the ride. <laughs> I don't know, bro. Um, I feel like obviously she she takes over in the city. Like she not take over, but she fights the demons. Um, but I think that, and, and I'm not saying like, cause he, here's what. And I'm not, let me, I gotta get this out. The issue I'm seeing is that I feel like in her monotoneness, we know that she has emotion, but how does she feel about the actual people? You know what I mean? They let her get arrested. They mistook her actions. I hope that it's not one of those scenarios where she's like, I'm gonna let some of the people get hurt to prove a point kind of thing. Yeah. I don't think it's, I don't, I don't think that's going to happen. Me either. But I think that like, is it going to be one of those moments that's like a revolution like for, for the, the people there to say like, oh, we, we literally cannot be cool with demons. Like there's no, and they should know that, yes. But like, what's the, what's the, the, the consequence of having to learn that? Who got hurt or anything like that? So yeah. that's what I'm interested in, see who got hurt. So uh, I'm going to give you my gut check. This is exactly what's going to happen, okay? To the T. To the Tajay. She's going to obviously murder this dude. He's going to be dead there. She's still going to stay in jail, right? But I think the king is going to come downstairs to talk to this elf, to kind of question her, to see what she was about because she was about to kill the demon when they were in town. So he's going to come down and, you know, he still got all his mind like, fuck, man, I really wanted to kill him, but I didn't. Hopefully, when he goes down, he learns who she really is and begs for her help. I mean, kowtows like, hey, mm-hmm. please, you're the former hero that killed the demon lord. Can you please save us? Can you please get revenge for my son type shit? And that's that's what's going to happen. She's like, okay, but I need a payment. She's going to request that payment. Give me give me a grimoire or some shit. And then they're going to pull up. They're going to come out and they're going to fucking decimate these three demons. Yeah. And not I- just rent free, but Stark and Fern. Yeah. I had the feeling that she's going to leave it on them, though. You know what I mean? Like, on Stark and Fern, make them do it. Nah. Because she knows that she can do it. You know what I mean? She hates fucking demons too much, I think. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's why she was about to erase, bro. <laughs> yeah, straight up. So, especially after, you know, after a little flashback we seen and and, and her, like, you know, I, th- I think she's, she think is doing this for him is the right move. And, and it's just... I love it. I love how deep this, this show can go and does go and at, while dropping just little nuggets enough to satiate our curiosities while still giving mm-hmm. us information to push to progress forward. It's, it's a fact. It's crazy. a small ask, man. It's a small ask. Anime can't do it. A lot of anime can't do it, Shangri-La. Like it's, it's, it can't and it struggles. All you got to do is just follow Renfri's advice, you know? Then you be you too can become rent free and might check wife wife with brains. I'm um, um, I'm naming this episode rent free, but I'm gonna try to spell it with free when with free written letters. 
Okay. So I'll, I'll got to figure that out. Anyway, moving on. Eminence in Shadow, episode three. Season two. What a brilliant fucking episode, man. Brilliant episode. I was watching and I was, I was like, after he killed him, we, we picked up right where he left off after he killed the, the guy who was trying to summon the queen or whatever. He, he disappears like, oh shit, did I fuck up? We're, mm-hmm. They're not here. All right, well, let me go look for him downstairs in the basement or some shit. Goes down and then this fucking entire thing ensues where the vampire queen comes back to life and she's decimating people. Well, decimating his sister specifically, Fucking and a little sh- bit of Shadow Guard. Yeah, yeah. Before Shadow Guard pull up, though, decimating the sister and and like uh, the vampire hunters, like, "Yo, my queen, what are you doing?" Blah blah blah. I mean, shit. Then Shadow Garden pulls up, and when they pull up, they kind of doing a little bit of work until she, like you said, decimate them too, which was so fucking cool to see because I, you know, you you just. I love seeing when they lose. Yeah. Because it's still dope. And the funniest part is because so also Shadow Garden very rarely loses anything. Like this, I feel like this is the first thing we've actually seen them like. Yeah. Yeah. No, because they didn't like, have trouble with the guy either. <clears throat> but uh, what made it funny was that when Shadow Garden started to lose, because it was pretty, pretty even at first. Right. They started to lose when, when the statement was made that my, my queen is normally a slow riser because of her low blood pressure and then all of a sudden explodes. <laughs> it's yep. like, oh, okay. <laughs> yep, then she becomes a problem. Yeah, she popped off. And that, and it was still kind of cool, right? Because I love how they animate this, but I also love the, their slow frames. You know what I mean? Yes. When they slow it down. It makes yes. it creates so much impact, especially when our boy uh, Sid Kagano or Shadow No, you, gotta, you cannot skip the fact right. that inside of his sister... Is that queen that the the other like the, the basically the calamity, the calamity? Yeah, which calamity is now residing it within her basically, and mm-hmm. like pulls up and fucking shows out for the most part until the yeah. body can't hold up. And, and yeah, incredible. she did pull up and show out. But hear me out. That Izakai moment that his sister kind of had. Yeah, <laughs> did she get Izakai? <laughs> It's very, it's very Sid's mental, right? Because mm-hmm. obviously he took her out with the Witch of Calamity in season one. He took her out with him within at, within that little world she was in. And did he, in uh, my assumption, and I don't know this for sure, did he put her in his sister? Is that what I'm ref- like to gather? I don't know. It feels like that. But I, don't, but- I think that's too... I think that's too uh, meta for him. Yeah, you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. It, it it does feel like it's way too uh, serious, right? Like a real thing that he should do, which is means he shouldn't do it. <laughs> as weird as yeah. that sounds, um, but uh, basically, when she comes out, she she gives the the witch queen run for her money, and she, uh, the uh, vampire queen run for her money until she's like, "Listen, I wasn't." I know this body couldn't hold up. I wasn't here to to win. I was here to, you know, waste time so he can show up. And then, phew, bow, and he comes down and fucking just kind of trade blows with her for the for the fun of it. I was shocked when he was when he was saying when he was talking about the money, but Beta mm-hmm. thought he was talking about her. 
But it looks so good though, bro. Because yeah. hear me out. Because I knew he was talking about the money. I knew he was talking about the of money. He was talking about the money. But like the way that it, <laughs> it worked out. Yeah, bro. And like the, it made everything just look so like shimmering. And it, it what makes it so cool, what makes this anime so ridiculously cool is the way that like they look at him. Yep. They just view him like this like ungodly, godly presence that yeah. just can can do whatever is needed. Mm-hmm. And he, obviously he's doing it. He's doing whatever is needed. But it's the, the awe that they have. It almost makes you look at him in awe too. Like, let's join along with them. Yeah, no, I'm I'm in awe because it's just how fucking ridiculous he is. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> Straight up. It's is honestly is that simple. Is is he's really just fucking insane. Because while he's trading blows and protecting everybody, he's like, all right, let's fucking finish this. And she's this is when she finally talks and say, Hey, what are, what is your name? And and they kind of share shadow, blah, blah, blah. And all of a sudden, atomic recovery. Is that what it? Yeah. Like, are you kidding me? You just fucking healed everybody that you wanted to heal? Not just Shadow Garden, not just his sister, not just the, the, the Wish Queen, but the Vampire Queen, the entire city that was turned into ghouls, <laughs> everything around the fucking city was healed, including his uh, the other uh, fucking. Uh, criminal tags tower. The yeah, tower of folks. Like, what? Yeah, dude is a demon. Like, <laughs> he's like, a, and then he explains it so nonchalantly. I mean, it's it's real easy to just rewrite the magic of blah, 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 blah. Like, wait, what? You said what now? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Blew me back, man. He's, he's fucking insane. So, so we just know at this point, it don't matter what the scenario is, Shadow got a plan. Um, I don't even and, think it's a plan. I just think he just do shit. He gotta be right. He gotta just be doing it like on a whim. Because when do mm-hmm. we have time to practice this, bro? That's a valid question. Since he was a child. <laughs> well, obviously the knowledge he brought back from his world, and then the fact that he, like the, the knowledge he brought from his world, and the fact that he has access to magic is mm-hmm. what made him train as hard as he did. With he didn't need to train kung fu or karate, none of that shit, because he already had it from his previous world. He just need to learn the magic. When did bro learn that he can recovery atomic an entire city? Because he was a fucking kid, bro. He was so he was just in the city. I am recovery atomic and just poof, well, everybody's like, like, oh my god, I'm good. Well, if like it, ain't no way he did that and not be noticed, bro. Think, think of it like a, a a physics based thing, right? Like if you're a scientist and you have a fucking doctorate and fucking everything, uh-huh. then yeah. you just kind of like that's basically what it is. He just knows. The, he knows the full fucking sequence of pi and shit. Nah, he better. <laughs> he, he better than any scientist or physicist on on any planet. No, you right. Because they fuck up every time and make little black holes. It's like, oh, I needed a black hole this big and make one too big, and yeah. now everybody getting sucked in. Some bullshit like that. I'm Creating just saying. Affecting shit. Yeah, Sid. <laughs> is a demon among demons. That man yeah. is crazy, bro. One hundred percent. One hundred percent. One of my favorite characters, again, the problem is, is that the fact that he still has no idea that his elite seven or his named seven are literally doing everything in the shadows mm-hmm. and the department, literally being a department store fucking owner. Um, one of them is one of the best fucking espionage so, which yeah, Epsilon is one of the best espionage soldiers ever. 
fucking Alpha is Alpha. She's literally Alpha mm-hmm. has more magic potency than Shadow. Did you know that? That's something I looked up. Mm. She fucking she's so so. She's Alpha. Alpha. Yep. The yeah, blind, yeah, yeah, the yeah. blind hair elf. Yeah, she's the first one that he picked up. Her potency is crazy. She has that like so much mana. But, yeah, they said that. What's her name? Had the 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 vampire queen had more mana than alpha. So they, they made that known that the, the vampire queen is ridiculous, but ain't nobody shadow. And that's, yeah. yeah. It's, it's quality, man. It's quality. They got, uh, it's, it's, it's so impressive. It's so impressive. It's, uh, it's one of my favorite, new favorite shows for sure. For sure. All right. Moving on to last, but not certainly not fucking least one and two of Dr. Stone. Uh, what do you think of this comeback, Tell? We heard a little bit from me, but Episode one was cool. Um she was nice tired. comeback. It was it was progressive. Um yeah. I love I love some motion. <laughs> Episode two. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> uh yeah, episode two I feel like was kinda it. That was Yeah. It, it's a lot that happened. Um so much. Between the them actually putting the the drones together, <laughs> and and what happens with Genro? Yeah. Do you see what uh, I mean when I say like it's becoming unwieldy, unbelievable though? Even though they're yeah. using real science, right? It's just not making any sense. Yeah, um, because obviously some of it is science and some of it's not. Like the petrification thing. We know that it's going to be science, but it's not a real life science, if that makes sense. Yeah, like yeah. we're not there yet to to figure out some some wildness like that. Um, how quickly I would even say how quickly they put like the drones together. Yeah. Um, and then even in the first episode when they they made the uh, the air tanks, like that was cool though. Hear me out. It was, it was. cool. It was. But I thought the scientific part about it is if an air tank explodes and you're on an island and you're in a cave. That sounds gonna echo and bellow out somewhere, and somebody gonna hear that and say that was a giant explosion. And nobody said nothing. It's nobody it, said a damn thing. It baffles me that none of this shit just every everything they're banging metal, smelting metal, re retooling metal. Nobody hear this shit in the cave. I'm, I'm telling you, like that's just a little, you know, it's just shit like that. But when you suspend your, you know, your disbelief, you fucking enjoy every piece of it. I love that Taiju is a part of this. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I love I love that. And I said this when season three launched uh, a couple of seasons ago. I love the captain. He's, so, he's such a fitting character with Taiju and uh, what's her name? Yuzahara, I think her name was. And, mm-hmm. and Senku. Like, he he belongs with that group. Unlike, you know, what was the other dude, the fighter dude name? I mean, he got better at the end of that Stone War arc, but... Uh, Sukasa, Sukasa. See, yeah, he was the main villain. Yeah, so it's like he got better at the end, but it's like this group is you rooting for, which I am. Yeah. And then, like you and said, the whole Genru thing. I love his. He actually because he was one of the ones I hated. Obviously, mm-hmm. I love his character growth this episode with him actually seeing the statue and knowing that he has to tell, he has to tell her what the fuck is going on up there. It was redeeming for him. Very redeeming. In, in that moment. And what's her name? Kohaku? Kohaku, yes. It, it's sad to, to like, 
to see everything that happened with Ginro. And like you said, he had to tell her. And then Kohaku knowing, like, and, and this is what I do like. This is, this is not even to go too far on that yet. I do like that as these characters have progressed with Senku, they actually get smarter. Yes. You know what I mean? Yes. To me, that, that, that's got to oh. be one of my favorite parts about it. Because Kohaku moved in a way in which she figured like this is how this is how Senku may think and I gotta move in a place or do something that's gonna get him to understand that we gotta that this is what we need to do next and it's like I do really enjoy that part of this that all the things they've learned are not for like not they're not just lost into the void and become some scrapless information that we learned from previous seasons these characters actually grew and became better and and you see it even in Genro before, like when he said, oh, I wasn't doing this because I didn't think it made a difference. But he thinks about those things like when he was thinking about like learning how to write. Yeah. You know what I mean? Very, and we get to the point. important stuff for me. And, and that's what I'm saying. Is like we get to this point and all those things become a culmination of more development for these characters. We got so much of it for Genro in this episode. Yes. And then just to, to tap it off with uh, his, his injury that is clearly fatal. Mm-hmm. Uh, and hear me out. That might be, I'm not going to say the injury being fatal is going to be my, my least favorite part, but that might be one of the things I, I start to dislike about this anime. If people keep no getting problems. hurt and they keep turning them in the stone to prevent the death. Yeah. Um, what I like about that, because again, I 100% agree with you. That shit is a plot armor as fuck. But what I like about it is that they established that way 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 in season mm-hmm. one so it's not like it was it snuck up on us like oh guess where you come back no it was established way 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 back um, right so it, and that that's the only redeeming quality part about that but I think you're right like the fact that they're just gonna be whoever gets fucking hurt they're gonna turn them a stone and just bring them back since they got the permanent uh, petro, uh re, um, revive fluid so right and what I think, what I think will make it more interesting because we know like Sukasa, he had an illness, right? And they had to freeze him. Yeah, they had to freeze him. But when he comes back, they're going to be working on healing his illness. You know what I mean? So that's different. But we and I think they established this as well that like any kind of mortal injury where like you know a puncture or a break or something like that, if you pour the solution like they frozen you or they turn the stone, and you pour the solution on them, that gets healed, right? Is that something that we know is going to yeah. happen? Oh yeah, like it was early in season one, somebody was injured, yeah. and when when they revived them, all their injuries were gone. They're like, oh, I'm here. Yeah, because I remember like he did like a, a partial thing where he yep. put like the stone on them and then did like a little bit of yep because he, he was about to he was technically dead or dying. Uh, mm-hmm. From Sukasa, because Sukasa chopped him in his neck. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Basically, essentially, supposedly killed him. But you know, the revive fluid. He revived a little piece that he had that would have been broken. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's a little plot armory. But yeah. all the things they did for the story development, character development in this episode was crazy. So it was fire. worth it. It was, it was. This was such a good episode. Yeah. Um, this would have been one of the episodes that if. If this week hadn't hadn't have been so stacked, could have definitely been a good contender for episode of the week. But it's still a really good episode. Brilliant episode. It was great. It was great. Doctor Stone has been great now, man. And I, and I love I love when I'm like when I spin back on a show. You know what I'm saying? When something starts off good, 
goes bad, stays bad, and it goes good, especially when you want it to be good. Mm-hmm. I love that, and I'm okay with that. Um, yeah. Uh, next episode, the way this is uh, pushing, it's going at a nice pace. So obviously, Kohaku saw the petrification device, so now she knows what it looks like with her good eyes, which is also great. As soon as she's she's turned into stone, I don't know why they made it seem like she wasn't instantly going to be revived soon thereafter. Mm-hmm. Because what I like about this too is that the village has no idea that everybody is basically or can be unpetrified. They don't even know that that's even a thing. So it's very interesting to see that what what they're going to see when they see these people come back. Yeah. You know what I mean? So I'm no, looking forward to permanent it. punishment. Straight up, I'm looking forward to it probably more than um, Mike Check Live three next week, October mm-hmm. 29th Central Time. And I'm at Polo Bornfly on all social media. I'm at King Taliano on all social media. You follow our social media is at Mike Check Waifu on X. At Mike Check Waifu Waifu on Instagram, TikTok, and Threads. And as always, Mike, 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 Mike. Check, 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 Mike Check, Waifu Waifu. Is that you? Is that you?